Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Hey folks, you're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 229 on the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live on September the 16th, 2021. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined as always by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kev. Hey, Pete, ready for some positivity this week? Let's do it. Let's do it. Folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day, and we want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete! Kevin. Been a couple weeks, and I know we apologize for this all the time. This was really out of our control. Uh, you know, like like I was traveling, and then the hur- that hurricane hit Cranford, and Cranford was underwater, and we weren't sure... Like, what state the shop was in. Thankfully, it was okay. We couldn't record that week. And then I had to travel again last week. So, uh, we are happy to be back here. Yeah, definitely. Uh, listen, I'm glad everything's good here. And Yep, you made out okay in the, hur- in, in the hurricane. A lot of listeners were concerned. Yeah, you know, listen, I mean, you know, your parents are here. It, it was uh, uh, Dave, you know, Disney Dave got water. Like, oh, yeah. I don't even know. You know how that's working out at the moment. I gotta call him later today. Yeah, I checked. With, uh, it, I checked with Dave crazy. the day of, and and he had like water in the basement and stuff like that. <laughs> I saw him. He drove by me, so um, my shop's right in the downtown, and I was walking outside, and Dave drove by, and he's like, "Hey, B," and I'm like, "Hey, Dave, what's going on with Space Two Twenty?" He's like, like, "Yeah, I'm getting like five feet of water out of my basement." <laughs> I'm like, right? Oh, okay. Wait, probably probably should have led with that. Oh <laughs> man. Terrible. Oh I'm like, man! Okay, how are you, Dave? <laughs> how? Because uh, every time I see him, I want to like ask questions. Has your entire so. life been upended? How are you? <laughs> uh, yeah, my parents got some water in the backyard, um, but the sump pump kicked on around like midnight, and that was right. okay. So, thankfully, you know, they didn't have another like hurricane. Um, well, I think hurricane. What, what was this? What was this past one? Was it? Ida? Ida, yeah. I think Hurricane Irene was the one that like or Hurricane Floyd or, I don't I don't remember which one it was, but one of them like wiped out like the entire like lower the basement and the and the lower floor of my parents' house. Like it was terrible. Wow. Yeah. Uh but, you know, all things are well. We we had a memorial service for my grandfather who passed away from COVID um, you know, back in the winter this past weekend. So that was nice. And um yeah, you know, uh, uh, big uh, news in my life. I have uh, booked my first Disney cruise. Wow, look at you. Yeah, I know. I'm going to be doing something that you will never do in your life. You are totally right about that, unless I get dragged onto one somehow, yeah, but there, I can't imagine how that would happen. There was something that, like, I asked Dave, because Dave booked the cruise for me, and I was like, I asked him about something. I don't remember what it was I asked him. 
about, and he was like, "Oh, there, there's a better chance of Pete going on a cruise than than that happening or something." Oh, yeah. I asked him because he was like, "Oh, you know, the price sometimes changes, so you know, let's let's like actually book, so we lock in the price." I said, "Oh, does the price ever go down?" And he goes, "You got more of a chance of Pete going on a cruise than the price going down." <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine the prices go down. That's yeah. very funny. I know. I was very naive. Uh, no, but we we uh, we booked the cruise with Dave yesterday. It's gonna be. Uh, it's not for another year, so a year and some change. So, very, very excited. Going to be a four-night cruise, Bahama cruise on the brand-new Disney Wish, which is currently being built in, I think, Germany. Uh, it starts sailing next summer. So, brand-new ship. It's got a Marvel restaurant. It's got a Frozen restaurant. It's got a Walt, like, old Hollywood restaurant. I'm very excited for this. That sounds awesome. Also has a Star Wars adults-only bar. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they said like you have to like board a spaceship to get to the bar and then like the bar looks out into space and like orbits like Tatooine and a couple of other planets. So I'm like, "Oh, so I can get this like Star Wars hotel experience without having to spend thousands upon thousands of dollars to just go to the Star Wars hotel and have to learn how to play Sabacc." It'd be awesome if you got to like, "Oh my gosh, like a, like a, the Death Star blew up like a planet while you were in there." Yeah. <laughs> you happen to be flying by. That would be really fun. Oh, the horror, the horror. <laughs> this is why it's adults only. Exactly. Exactly. You want to scar the kids. All right. Ready for the news? Yep. The news brought to you today by our good buddy Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation or Disney cruise for you at no additional cost to you. You can always find Dave at DisneyDaveW at Verizon.net. Uh, oh, I also forgot to mention the, the, sh- the, sh- the ship is going to be stopping at Nassau which I love because I love pirates. Like I love historical pirates and that was like a pirate okay. state and it's going to be stopping at um, Castaway Key, which is a place that I've always wanted to go. You love pirates, but they were like terrible people. I like, no, I'm fascinated by pirates. Like I'm fascinated by like, I don't like want, I don't like admire them. I right. like, I like to, you're like, fascinated by how we stopped pirates. Yeah, of course. Of course. No, I'm, I'm fascinated by like the historical time period and like the, like how all that worked and and like NASA is like a rogue state from the crown and all this. I think it's cool. The the show Black Sails is like goes into that a lot. So, all right. Ready for some worldwide news. We're going to be doing all news today, by the way, folks, because we got a lot of news to catch up on. Worldwide news. We're going to be here a little while. We're going to be going broad. Ready for this? Do it. The Mon- Monorail Gold has a new 50th anniversary wrap. Did you see uh, did you see what that looked like? I did. Yeah. So this this monorail was recently refurbished. It is now decorated with a Walt Disney World 50th anniversary world's most magical celebration wrap. It's got Mickey and Minnie on it in their in their 50th anniversary outfits. Uh, it looks really neat. It's got that blue, you know, blue, purple, gold kind of motif that that Disney's going with with this. And this is currently going to Magic Kingdom on the express beam that travels from the t- the transportation and ticket center to the Magic Kingdom directly. So it's not stopping at resorts or anything. Okay. Yep. And not going to Epcot. The monorail now joins the Disney Skyliner in the World's Most Magical Celebration. The Skyliner also has a um, World's Most Magical Celebration wrap on it. Or, I so, saw those also. Yeah, certain buckets of it do. Fingerprint scanners have returned to Walt Disney World. I discovered this oh. personally. There's when a blast I, from the past. Yeah, when I went uh, like a week or two ago, I was like, oh, I got to put my finger on the thing again. Yeah, fingerprint scanners are back uh, after being suspended due to the risk of COVID-19 transmission. Scanners have been reintroduced at Disney's Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Epcot, and Magic Kingdom. 
The fingerprint scanners are designed to prevent multiple people from using the same ticket, which is a form of ticket fraud that Disney is keen to avoid. Remember back in the day when they used to put, like, the stamp on your hand? The infrared stamp? Yes. Yes, I do. And you had to put your hand under the black light in order to, like... I feel like that wasn't that long ago. It was long ago. I mean, it was, like, early 2000s, which was, like, 20 years yeah, ago at this point. To me, that doesn't feel long ago. I know. It doesn't feel long ago, but it was absolutely long ago. Um. When the parks reopened from COVID-19 shutdown last year, all fingerprint scanners were covered and not used. What's funny is, like, Disney didn't use the fingerprint scanners, but Universal absolutely did. Like, they never stopped. Universal's like, yeah, but they, they would, like, wipe it down after every use. But, like, no, you were still, like, you were still scanning your finger during COVID at Universal. Yeah. Mobile ordering is coming to sweet shops around Walt Disney World. So it's not just going to be for like full meals anymore. You can actually cool. like, order treats and stuff. Uh, expanding to include sweet shops in addition to the existing quick service restaurants. Using My Disney Experience, you can just tap order food, select your arrival time, and bypass the line to pick up your treats. Locations include the Candy Cauldron at Disney Springs. That's really interesting because I believe that is the first Disney Springs location to offer this. Hmm. Interesting. Um, the Carmel Cooch... Uh, Featuring Weather's original Carmel located at Epcot in the um, Germany Pavilion. We all know the... Uh... Well, Kevin, it's Werther's. What did I say? I thought you said Weather's. Come on, the Werther... Werther's is like a staple of Oh, Caramel. maybe I misspoke. It's Werther's, whatever. Uh, so, Have you yeah. ever had the Caramel Popcorn there? Of course I've had the Caramel Popcorn. That stuff is like sinful. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. I actually have a friend who used to work in the um, American Adventure Pavilion. Okay. And she said that anytime they had to do like deliveries of anything to Germany, they would always like fight over who got to go because apparently, at least back then, backstage in the German pavilion, there's like a big like barrel of like yesterday's caramel corn. Huh. That they can't sell anymore, but they don't want to throw out. So it's just like there for cast members to take. It's true. I gotta be honest with you, it's not terrible the next day. I No, I've it's great the next had day. Those bags. Yeah. yeah. But I get them not being able to sell it as fresh. But you know what? Them them putting this on mobile order is a game changer because that line is oh like I have yeah. foregone caramel popcorn before. I have because also. the line is so long. And I mean like late at night, I'm like, oh, there's gonna be no one there. Let's grab a bag. Oh no, there's a crazy line. I'm like, always, oh. always a crazy yeah. line. And it wraps around that store. So I'm really glad to see this getting a mobile the mobile order treatment. That's that is available as of actually today, September sixteenth. Zuri's Sweet Shop in Animal Kingdom will be uh, starting it on September 21st. And Goofy's Candy Company at Disney Springs, also a Disney Springs location, adding on to this, will be available on September 23rd. In addition, when the Main Street Confectionery opens later this year, it will also be joining mobile ordering. That okay. is still closed for refurbishment. So you can still get your you can still get your your treats and stuff from uh your confectionery treats, but you're going to have to go into the Main Street Theater. 50th anniversary crest has been added to signage at Walt Disney World. And we're talking, of course, about the big, you know, welcome to Walt Disney World sign that you pass under, which is everyone's favorite part of their trip, right? I mean, I do get excited about it. Because it's like, oh, wow, this is like it started. Like, it's when you're arriving. It's when you have so much magic ahead of you. And I think, like, the sight of the, of that like sign is such a happy thing which is why there's like all those flashing signs in front of it like no stopping because everybody wants to like right. stop and take a picture or yep. like slow down and take a picture of it 
it's funny you know when we go into whenever we go to disney we end up going most of the time we'll go first thing in the morning but sometimes mm. we go at night you know so like we kind of check in the hotel and like the next day we're fresh and go yeah and whenever we check into a hotel late and i go to like the hotel store you know like nine o'clock or you know but that's like my first disney experience it's like fantastic yeah like i'm so excited to be in the hotel store because <laughs> yeah. i'm like oh you can't be any more happy than like those first moments you're in disney oh 100 which is why i mean you know not for much longer but the magical express for me was always that right you know that was always that moment where i was like yep, oh my you're goodness. totally right it, like when when the video would start the old video by the way not the new video when the old video would start and you'd just be like, oh, here I am. We're ready, ready to ready to rock and roll. And Does somebody have that old video like on YouTube? Or I'm something? sure it's, I, it's, I'm I pretty sure it's on YouTube. Today. It is on YouTube, actually, because my friends, uh, Zach and Becky, one time I picked them up from the because uh, they would fly into the Sanford airport because they would come in from Maine. Okay. And so one time when I picked them up, I used to have like a holder for my tablet on my dashboard because I like the GPS to be big. And uh-huh. uh, so I played the YouTube video for them, like as we started driving toward Disney. That's awesome. It's the Magic Kev Express. It's about to become a lot more popular now at the Magical Express. Yeah, right. Is... <laughs> now it's back in full business. <laughs> yeah, the Magic Kev Express is uh, open and accepting. Uh, all right. So the the so they've added the fifty crest on either okay. side of the sign. Uh, the sign, of course, which has also been painted recently. From the old purple now to like a deep Cinderella Castle blue. And of course, the 50 crest that is on there is the same crest that is currently on the uh, on Cinderella Castle, which I love. I think the 50 crest is beautiful. Yeah, it's cool. I'm a big fan of the accents they've added to Cinderella Castle for the 50. Oh, me too. I think it looks absolutely great. I think it's like, it's just enough. You know, it's not too little. It's not too much. It's not, you know, it's it's not like... Just a little gold flourish in the center, but it's also not a giant pink birthday cake. Right. You know, it's funny. Do you remember that other, um, man, I don't remember which celebration it was for, but they had another kind of, it looked like a crest on the castle, the gold one. Yeah, that's what I was just talking about. That's what I was referring to with like a gold crest in the center. Yeah, like, you know, like, again, seeing it one time didn't bother me, but, you know, they're up so long, like, these celebrations are yeah. like 18 months. I remember not loving that at the end, you right, know? Right, Well, it's like when they had the 2000 and then the Epcot on top of uh, Spaceship oh, no, Earth. no, nothing's as bad as that. Mm-hmm. I gotta be honest with you, in some ways, that might be worse than the birthday cake. The birthday cake was fleeting, you know? But you know what? The birthday cake is has now become like this like retro thing that people love like there's magic bands for it there's t-shirts there's all this merch people love the birthday cake now but i think they love it because it was so terrible you know what that is that is that is a valid point but uh, could you imagine like if they tried to do something like that now my thing was always like because i went and saw the birthday cake when it was like it was completed and big, but could you imagine like going to see it while the castle was like half birthday cake and like covered in scaffolding and like this uh, is like your one and only trip? Uh, yeah, either no, birthday dude. cake or no birthday cake, because I'm sure that took a long time to do and then to turn back. Yeah, that probably was not an overnight change. Yeah, I would imagine not, because like, even hanging the dream lights takes like what, like weeks. Right? Yep, which I which they're still not doing, and it's really bothering me. Uh, all right, speaking of things that are bothering me, Genie Plus is coming imminently, apparently, okay. according to www.magic.com. Uh, www.magic.com reports, Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary kicks off in just three weeks, but that isn't the most significant thing coming to the resort in October. 
According to our sources, Disney plans to launch Disney Genie at Walt Disney World just days into the 18-month-long happiest celebration on Earth. If everything remains on schedule, Disney Genie, along with Genie Plus and Lightning Lanes, will debut on the East Coast in the first week of October 2021. Guests can already see Lightning Lane signage replace FastPass Plus signs at the entrance to attractions throughout Walt Disney World Parks. At Magic Kingdom, Lightning Lane signs are up at Jungle Cruise. It's a small world. At Epcot, Lightning Lane signs have been also installed at Soarin' and Living with the Land. Disney Genie, part of the My Disney Experience app, is the next generation of Disney's ride reservation system, replacing FastPass Plus. So it's coming like a freight train, Peter Mandel, faster than anyone thought. Yeah, I, I gotta be honest. With you, I'd rather get here sooner than later because at this point it's inevitable, and I, right, I kind of want to. I kind of want. I, I have friends going for the fiftieth, and I, I would almost wish you know it's there on their trips, so I could kind of hear how it is. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'll let you know um, how it is. Also, yeah, that's true. All right, uh, Disney. Oh, you know what? The thing I forgot to mention when we were like lambasting this over and i promise i'm not going to harp on this like because we, we did more than enough of that on the last episode but i hate that it's called genie hmm. i hate that it's taken probably my favorite disney character that's not one of the fab five and turned it into like this like like negative thing like, i feel like everyone now hates the genie and hates robin williams you know what though you know, uh, listen, I know none of us want to pay for it. And, and we do hate that aspect of it. But as far as Genie Plus goes, you know, let's just give it some time and just see how it is. I love how this is the thing that you're like overwhelmingly positive about. Everything else you're uh, like, no. everything else you're like, ah, I never need to do this again. <laughs> but like this thing that everyone hates, the one thing that's like socially acceptable to hate, you're like, ah, let's give it a chance. No, and you're right. But I, I think the thing is, it, we, don't, we don't have a choice here. You know I, what I, I mean? I got a lot of listener feedback about about that. With like everyone's like, this is what Pete chooses to be like, like happy go lucky about. I feel like there's like being like really upset about this is futile. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get like, that. It, I get it's that. coming. You, let's just let's try and, and and by the way, I mean if you're not going to do it, awesome. Like don't don't do it. That's cool. I mean, it stinks right. either way. You know, doing it or not doing it. But I I gotta try and kind of see how it works out and try and find some kind of positive on it. You know? Do you think this is? like the most unpopular thing Disney's ever done? Or do you think it's just that like Disney's done unpopular things in the past, but there's just no social media to, you could be right about that, but I don't remember anything that's even remotely like this. Could you imagine if there was like Facebook and Twitter during the air during on the day when they were like, Mr. Toad's wild ride is closing and it's closing tomorrow. Yeah. But they didn't close Mr. Toad's because it was so popular. Yeah, but like you know what it's like. People, people never when they announced well, we that they have were that, Kev, they they pretty much announced they were closing uh, the great movie ride in like two weeks. Yeah, like, I mean we lived that. Yeah, but everybody was expecting that. Like when they when they announced they were closing um, Maelstrom for Frozen, all of a sudden Maelstrom was everyone's favorite ride. You know, okay. with all the bring back Maelstrom shirts, like oh, yep. Maelstrom and the and the the animation studio, those are my favorite things ever. This ruins my trip. I haven't done them in ten years. You know, I skipped them on my last ten trips, but that was my favorite thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, Mr. Toads didn't have the occupancy that they were like, whoa, 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 we could, we can, we gotta save this. Like, they I'm were okay say- with. I, I'm not saying that Disney fans are uh, logical. I'm just saying that they <laughs> freak out. 
you know it's funny i mean and i bought the you know disney sold a really cool maelstrom shirt when it closed Mm -hmm. and i got that and and i don't dislike frozen like i I think it's pretty cool and i like that ride i've done it a couple times i i really never need to do that ride right i don't know if it's just my kids are older it's there's never a burning need for me to do it either no like i don't know when the next time i'll actually do frozen is yeah especially because it's always got such a weight right man i don't care that much yeah the I um <clears throat> I'm not I'm not saying that we should people shouldn't be upset about Genie Plus. By all means, be upset about Genie Plus. It stinks. But like, you know, I'm talking more about like the fact that Disney fans kind of have this like as a whole, not like I mean, like not in like in our Facebook group I never see stuff like this, but like in other groups that when I used to be in other groups, I would see a lot of like they moved this trash can 4 inches to the left. My trip is ruined. Right. Uh, new annual passes are now on sale as of September 8th. They are back. Okay. APs are back. Uh, nice. They are, so they are four new annual passes, which Disney says offer flexibility and choice to meet guest needs, each design based on passholder feedback. Uh, spoiler alert, Peter Mandel. Uh, they're taking things away and making it more expensive. Uh, I love. I, let me tell you, when I hear that flexibility and choice, I'm like, oh man, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> like that. That's that. That is dis. That is like Disney corporate for worse and more expensive. However, I will say this is nowhere near as bad as I thought it was going to be. Nowhere near as bad. Okay. Yeah. I was expecting to have to pay for parking, like Disneyland does. But it's an right. entirely different ball game over there. All right. So the Disney Pixie Dust Pass. Ready to go through these pass? Three ninety nine yep. plus tax, or nineteen dollars per month for twelve months for Florida residents after a down payment of two hundred and five dollars. You can visit one or more Walt Disney World Resort theme parks on most weekdays with an advanced park reservation, subject to blockout dates, including peak and holiday periods. You can hold up to three park reservations at a time, and this is available to Florida residents only. Uh, so that is kind of like the the weekday pass that they had previously, just, right? Just weekdays, no weekends. Then you have the Disney Pirate Pass, six ninety nine plus tax, or forty five dollars per month for twelve months for Florida residents after a two hundred and five dollar down payment. Visit one or more Walt Disney World Resort theme parks on most days with an advanced park reservation, subject to blockout dates, including peak and holiday periods. You can hold up to four park reservations at a time, and this is once again available to only Florida residents. The Disney Sorcerer's Pass, $8.99 plus tax or $63 per month for 12 months for Florida residents after a $205 down payment. Visit one or more Walt Disney World theme park theme parks on most days with an advanced park reservation, subject to blockout dates and select days during select holiday periods. So you're only getting blocked out on holidays for this one, not for like peak times. You can hold up to five park reservations at a time, and this is available to Florida residents and Disney Vacation Club members only. So DVC can get this one also. Right. Then you have the Disney Pass, a whopping $1,299 plus tax, or $99 per month for 12 months for Florida residents after 205 down payment. Visit one or more Walt Disney World theme parks on the same day with an advanced park reservation. No blockout dates apply. Hold up to five park reservations at a time. All right. So I'm going to be getting this. When it's time for me to renew, I'll be getting the Sorcerer Pass. I just renewed my Platinum Pass like a month ago. So I have a whole year of my Platinum Pass now. Now, my Platinum Pass, I pay about $67 per month right now. 
and mm-hmm. that is with no blockout dates whatsoever. Okay. Okay. So now I'll be paying sixty three, but I will have blockout dates. So it's basically what the gold pass was. Uh, but those blockout dates are like, I mean, we'll get into what the blockout dates specifically are, but they're times when I wouldn't be going normally anyway. I've looked at it in the past and I've seen that a lot of the blockout dates are dates. I would stay away anyway. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like I almost downgraded to the gold last, like two times ago, but then when they did the previews for galaxy's edge, it was platinum and platinum plus passes only. Right. And so then I was like, okay, I'm never letting go of this platinum pit past because they're doing things like this right so in addition to holding up to the number of park reservation park reservation holds eligible for their pass at a time pass holders staying at select disney resorts or other select hotels are eligible to make park reservations for each day of their resort stays so let's say you've got the pirate pass you can have four reservations at a time you've booked a vacation on the um uh, for the you know contemporary resort for seven days, you can make up to seven reservations at that point, or as okay. many as you're six. I believe six because it's burn night. Walt Disney World annual passes will be available for purchase beginning September eighth. Obviously, it's already passed. Uh, par- uh, perks for all annual passes: standard theme park parking, and savings of up to twenty percent on dining, merchandise, and more. New that new now is access to bonus reservations, and you can customize your pass with different options, including Disney Photo Pass downloads or the water park and sports option. Okay, here's my thing. There's both good and bad hidden in that statement. Okay. Now, one it. of my favorite things about my annual pass is that Photo Pass has always been inc- has been included for the last probably four to five years. Right. It is no longer included in any annual pass. You now have you can pay ninety nine dollars to have it for the year, which is not a lot. But I know. But there's some good in here because you can pay ninety nine dollars also to add water parks for an entire year. That's something interesting because Platinum Plus was the only one that included water parks and stuff like that. So I think I'm going to end up doing both of those. I, you know, I get it. I mean, if you're local and you're going to use them, they're, they're both, you know, they are not crazy, you know, expensive add-ons. Right. But it's another thing that was included in what I was already paying and now they've taken it away and made it more expensive. Well, welcome to the great reset because that's what this is for Disney. Pretty much. Current pass holders may continue to use existing annual passes as you do today. When it's time for you to renew, you'll be able to renew into one of the new passes at a special renewal price. Uh, also, like the the existing passes can now hold more reservations. So I can with my platinum pass for the next year, I can make up to five reservations at a time. Just more proof, by the right. way, this this reservation system is never going away. No, no, I didn't think we thought it was. You know, I mean, I kind of held on to hope that maybe it would. No, yeah, but no. And there's a new integrated calendar. Uh, they they've launched for like making the the new calendar works a lot better. All right, so blockout dates for the Pixie Dust Pass is basically every weekend, and then you have the week of Christmas and New- the week of New Year's. You also have a week in March, two weeks in April, and um, other than that, that's it. Which notable here is that you can go during like June and July and most and and August, 
which for that pass was typically blocked out for all of July and like a little bit of June and August. So hmm. that's okay. So they're giving you a little bit more there. The Pixie Dust Pass blockout dates. All right. So you've got in Oct- So they're blocking you out for the 50th anniversary and the weekend after it as well. And another random Saturday in um, in October, the 23rd. Then it blocks you out for the week of Thanksgiving, the week of Christmas and New Year's, a random weekend in January, a random weekend, Valentine's Day weekend in February, an entire week in March, two weeks in April, the last three days of May, which is Memorial Day weekend, uh, the first four days of July 2022, and then the first weekend of September 2022 and the second weekend of October 2022. Kind of random in some of them. Yeah. The Pirate Pass blocks out the half of Thanksgiving week, so from the day before Thanksgiving to the end of the week. Christmas week, New Year's week. And that's it? No, I'm sorry. This is the Sorcerer Pass. The one we just did was the Pirate Pass. The one before that was the Pixie Dust Pass. Okay, yeah. So the Sorcerer the sorcerer Pass gets you thank, the half of Thanksgiving week, the week of December, the week of Christmas and New Year's, and that's it. Yeah, you can even go 4th of July. So again, not weeks that I would ever go anyway. Right, exactly. I'm not going on Thanksgiving. I'm not going on Christmas or New Year's. So I'm good with this. Right. All right. Uh, On that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to hear from our sponsors and be back with more Two Men in the Mouse coming at you right after this. You know, Pete, it's hard work planning a Disney vacation. Of course. Your whole family has to get going. You got to pack everything up. You got to figure out where you're eating. You got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier and makes your trip planning a more fun experience? Tell me. That sounds like something I need. Absolutely. You need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time, and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford-based business here in in 2008, and in that time, has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. Dave plans every trip as if it was his own, and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney. Very easy to work with, and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied. Working with Dave, you're likely to pay less and get more. And what's better than that, Peter Mandel? Tell me. You never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free. Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food. That is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I wish I could say I did that. That's like the snack challenge times 10. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney Cruise Line vacations you might be going. Uh, This can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all your kids. 
You give them to us? Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weicker autograph books. Of course. Well, Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weicker. Depends had his name on it. Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also, checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard-to-book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men in the Mouse. If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey, and renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip, whereas park-rented strollers, you got to return them before you leave the park that day. This is going to make those late-night post-fireworks bus stop queues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are going to thank you for it. So, how does it work? You just go to KingdomStrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit KingdomStrollers.com. humans my name is morty monster and i'm uh, well i'm a monster i'm here as an exchange student from the monster world where growing up i fell in love with the world of human pop culture unfortunately not a lot of monsters share that passion so i came here to experience all of these things that i love and to share that passion with all of you i do this through my youtube channel with regular video blogs One of my favorite things to do is film while in the theme parks of Orlando, Florida. Join me in Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, and more. I'll also be reviewing comic books, web videos, TV shows, movies, and other awesome stuff. Find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash MortyMonster. I'm on Instagram as MortyMonster and Friends. I'm also on Twitter as MortyMonsterBFF. From there, you can find a link to my YouTube videos. Please like, subscribe, love, sign up for notifications and more for all the Morty content. I can't wait to share my adventures with all of you. Morty Monster! This is Bill Farmer and you're listening to Two Men and the Mouse. And we're back with more of the news. And the second half of the show, folks, is brought to you by our friends over at Kingdom Strollers who will rent you the crib or stroller of your dreams and deliver it right to your Disney resort. 
All right, resort news. We have a cocktail party coming to the Contemporary Resort as part of the 50th anniversary celebration. A Walt Disney World 50th anniversary cocktail party beginning October 2nd at 2021 will occur at the Contemporary Resort, which features fireworks viewings from the hotel's rooftop. Culinary offerings include sushi, small bites, favorite dishes from the California Grill menu, and desserts. The complimentary bar serves California wine, beers, and cordials. As the nightly fireworks showtime approaches, you can step out onto the private observation deck reserved just for celebration at just for celebration at the top guests. After the fireworks, head back inside for for petty four desserts, cordials, and coffee. Celebration of the top 50th flavors and fireworks at Disney's Contemporary Resort is $129 per person plus tax gratuity. Men must wear khakis, slacks, or dress shorts and collared shirts. Jeans may be worn if they are in good condition. Sports coats are optional. Women must wear capri pants, skirts, dresses, or dress shorts. Jeans may be worn if in good condition. I don't know. Who, who makes the call about good condition of your jeans? There are some really expensive ripped jeans you can buy. Yeah. No water park news this week. No Disney Springs news, but we got some Magic Kingdom news. Have you seen these uh, Cinderella coach pumpkins that have been added to the hub? No, but that sounds cool. Yeah. So instead of the so the Mickey head pumpkins are still on Main Street, but uh-huh. in the hub, you've got these pumpkins that look like Cinderella's coach. And wow. Yeah. Okay. I like the sound of that. Yeah. It's pretty neat. It's, it kind of adds like a little classy element to the hub. The new decor circles the hub attached to the lampposts at the entrances of each of the park's lands. Golden lamp posts have also come to Main Street as part of the 50th anniversary. Did you see those? No, I didn't see those either. Yeah, the, the lamp posts on Main Street have been replaced with golden... With, they're gold now. Like, the whole tops of them are gold. Now, unlike the clock, which we'll talk about in a little bit, the lamp posts are not totally gold, but the traditional green now has a gold accent at the top and around parts of the pole. Disney has previously said we can expect some 50th touches to the fall decor, so it seems there's more to come to the polls that include the Mickey Pumpkin Heads. The Fab 50 character statues have been starting to be installed. Did you see this? These I have seen. Yeah, this is really cool. So Mickey and Minnie are two were two of the first Fab 50 golden character sculptures now on display at the Magic Kingdom. Donald, Daisy, Pluto, Chippendale, and Goofy are also on display in the hub. I've also seen the orange bird over in Adventureland. There's just so much going on with those, and they look so cool. You know, is it wrong as a as a Star Wars guy and specifically a droid guy? And I love BB-8, but is it wrong that like, like BB-8's like one of them? Yeah, it probably should have been R2D2. How could it not be R2D2? Yeah, I get it. They didn't create R2D2. They kind of created BB-8. But come on, here's the list of statues that we're getting. Animal Kingdom is getting Timon and Pumbaa, Nemo and Dory. Simba and Bambi and Thumper. Hollywood Studios is getting Edna Mode, Joe Gardner, Bo Peep and Woody, R2D2. Oh, they are getting R2D2. Oh, there's an R2D2? Yeah. Hey, wait, are Bo Peep and Woody one statue? I believe so. It's it's okay. listed as it's listed. Wait, as now where's this R2D2? Because that one I have to find. Hollywood Studios. Okay. Okay. Take it back. I, I don't know if it's up yet, but it's been announced. We already said Edna Mode, Flounder and Sebastian, BB-8, and Frozone. Epcot is Dante. Who's Dante? Dante is from Coco. Okay. I forgot the name. Dante, Figment, Olaf, Rocket and Groot, Miguel, Hey Hey, and Pua. So, those are happening. Magic Kingdom, where most of them are. Mickey, Goofy, Lumiere and Cogsworth, Daisy, Winnie the Pooh and Piglet, Cheshire Cat, 
Donald Duck, Mad Hatter, Orange Bird, Dumbo and Timothy Mouse, Chip and Dale, Stitch, Abu, Gus and Jacques, Minnie Mouse, Pinocchio, Tinkerbell, and Lady and the Tramp. Golden Clock has been installed on Main Street USA. The iconic clock has returned to its rightful place and now features a golden makeover for the 50th anniversary. It's completely gold. The one right outside the Emporium? Yep. Uh... Citizen is continuing its partnership with Walt Disney World and is the official timekeeper of the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary celebration. So there you go. Epcot news. All right, buddy. I'm sorry. I got to be the one to break this. I know. I know you've probably heard already, but we got to talk about it. We officially live in a world with no mouse gear. I know it. The creations shop has opened and it looks just like World of Disney. Uh, it's exactly what we thought just sapping the the character and feel and like coolness out of the store just to replace it with basically what looks like a regular retail shop it's got some cool murals on the wall but that's about it listen i try not to be mr negativity but i don't see really anything in this that i care about yeah i I, like i don't think the store looks cool who knows maybe when i go i'll think differently but it's very plain Jane. Like it's 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 very like it's very just blah. Like yeah, world I don't of, get it. Like how World of Disney, they took out all the characters, they took out all like the statues and stuff, and they just kind of made it look like Target. Like this kind of looks like Target. You know, it's funny. I I look at all these things that they're like hyping on, you know, like TikTok and like Instagram, and with these constant reveals, and I'm like, these things that they're working really hard to get you excited about don't look very good no not at all Uh, now i'm gonna go see this for myself on sunday i'm going uh my girlfriend's brother and i are going uh to food and wine on sunday so i will be taking a look at that and i will have a full report for you uh when next we meet here next week but on the whole just looking at like videos online and looking at these pictures i am thoroughly unenthusiastic about this I mean, nothing in this comes even close to the giant gears on the wall, right? No, no way. You can give me all like the the Mickey murals on the wall that you want, but th- this this kind of just looks bleh. It, but in better news, Club Cool has also reopened. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, opened alongside the Creation Shop. It is uh, offering tasting free tastings of Coca Cola products. And a range of merchandise. I, I tell you what, Pete, I really thought this was going to reopen and it was going to be like, oh, five dollars to come sample Coke products. Like, I know nobody would do it. I'm telling you, man, this is just how it's been lately. I just. I, but this is the, also like a like a Coke sponsored thing. So yeah. Disney is getting paid for it. Sure. You know? The space follows the design cues from the new creation shop, bright and airy with high ceilings, a.k.a. you know, department store. But it kind of—I feel like it kind of works here. Most drinks from the original Club Cool are back to sample, including the fan favorite Beverly drink. Is it really a fan favorite? If it's if it's everyone's favorite it, for being if disgusting. If the birthday cake is a fan favorite, Beverly's a fan favorite. Are you saying that the Beverly the, the the castle cake is the Beverly of park icons, or that the Beverly is the castle cake of beverages? Both. Okay. Uh, they've got you know they, they've got a number of. Um, kiosks up against the wall where you can get your your beverly your bonbon in anglais your country club your minute made joy your royal um your i can't read the china one it's too small 
your regular Sprite, apparently, and um, Viva, which is from Moldova. I don't know why the Russian one is just Sprite. That's weird. Maybe it's like a weird, like, flavored Sprite? I don't know. That's so weird. With, like, the advent of, um, you know, the freestyle machines yes you can kind of make any soda you want like yeah i was kind of curious i was kind of curious if they were going to go the freestyle machine route but they did not the flavors around the world come from italy madagascar dominican republic korea the philippines china russia and moldova so there you go operating hours for the new club cool are from park open to park close and you can find the entrance in the breezeway on the east side of the park uh which is the former mouse gear area so there you go. Club cool. You excited? Huh. Okay. I mean, no sticky. So one of my friends was like, oh, no sticky floor anymore. I said, yet. No sticky floor yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to enjoy dancing around in there on Sunday, not sticking to the floor for as long as that lasts. Space 220 has revealed its menu and announced what it's taking reservations. Uh, reservations begin September 20th for Epcot's upcoming Space 220 restaurant. It will be available for walk-ins from September 20th to September 26th, with reservations beginning September 27th. So you can start making your reservations as September 20th, available for booking. Lunch is priced at $55 for adults and includes one appetizer and one entree. Ages 9 and under is priced at $29 for both lunch and dinner and includes an entree, dessert, and beverage. Dinner is $79 for adults. So, you get to choose from some of these options. You have the Big Bang Burrata, the Starry Calamari. These are all appetizers. I know. Neptuna Tartar. These names are terrible. Uh, Space Greens, Centauri Caesar Salad. Then, you know, your Star Course, which I guess is an entree. Seared Tuna, Blue House Salmon, Centauri Burger. What's the Centauri Burger? Signature beef blend, white cheddar cheese, bacon, shredded lettuce, tomato, fried potato wedges, and sriracha ale. Okay, so it's a cheeseburger. Flat iron steak, roasted free-range chicken, baked macaroni, uh, and terra bolognese. Then you have a space station special, which is a galactic lobster globe, which I saw a picture of, and I was like, that's kind of weird. You have sides, you have spirits, you have all these drinks. Uh, Dinner is, a, I guess, a different... A, a, like different for the star course you have like a red snapper in there you have yeah duck. there's a couple like new options for yeah salmon or filet so and you can upgrade some of these like with the filet um you can get shrimp or half lobster for uh, all right so here's here's the problem okay. my son wants to do this place in the worst way i know and you don't like anything in the in here. worst way and then the menu came out and it does not look very good. <laughs> no, I was very un- I'm unenthusiastic. I know people who are like who were so excited, and this week they were just like, "Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm not going there, not for that price." And yeah, I'm like, yeah, like seventy nine dollars for like a, a regular bacon cheeseburger, like even fifty five dollars for that. Right. So I would probably try and score it for lunch. So it's fifty five. I'm assuming that doesn't include drinks. Like I'm in two fifty plus on this meal. And right. it doesn't look very good. Do I wanna try and do it just for the experience? Or should I show uh some kind of restraint and 
Now, lunch just gets you appetizer and entree. Dinner gets you appetizer, Correct. entree, dessert. But it's also more money. It's also more money. Yeah, 80 bucks. Right. Right. So you're paying 80 bucks more for dessert. I mean, I'm in Epcot. I don't care about dessert per se. I mean, there's plenty of wonderful snacks to be had for less than $80. Correct. Um, I also and, have and these my... desserts are carrot cake, toffee pudding cake, chocolate cheesecake, gelato and sorbet, and lemon mousse. Basically, the same desserts you can get anywhere else. Yeah. I have open lunch slots. I don't really have an open dinner spot. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I'll book it and for dinner for lunch by ear. Man, I can't imagine dropping three hundred dollars on lunch. Yeah, that, <laughs> and that thinking is... it is okay. Oof, you know. Yeah. The candlelight processional is returning this holiday season. That's good news. That's great news. The twenty twenty one Epcot International Festival of the Holidays will see the return of the fan favorite candlelight processional. We reported last month that Disney is already in the advanced planning stages. This is from WWMagic.com. And is beginning the process of recruiting the choirs to perform in the show, and Disney has today confirmed the show's return. The Candlelight Processional did not take place in 2020 due to the COVID pandemic and no, with no vaccine available at the time. Disney will require all of its salaried and non-union cast members to be vaccinated by September 30th, which will clear the way for the cast members, musicians, singers, and narrators. However, the school groups will not take part and will instead be replaced with an expanded cast choir. The list of celebrity narrators is still to be announced. I'm assuming Neil Patrick Harris will be one of them. Gotta be. NPH, Ming-Na Wen, like that kind of thing. Uh, Animal Kingdom news, we have a lengthy refurbishment going on at um, Expedition Everest. And before you ask, no, that does not mean they're fixing the Yeti. They are not. They made sure. I didn't think that. They made it a point to be like, no, we're not fixing the Yeti. But it's going to be multiple months in 2022. Closing huh. from January 4th until mid-April. So. Oh, and, be- and also great news. A new version of Finding Nemo the Musical is coming. Uh, so, you know, a well-known Disney news site that has kind of a dubious reputation sometimes reported last week that Finding Nemo was closed indefinitely and will never return. That rocked the Disney community. People were outraged. And then like a day or so later, Disney came out with, hey, no, a, we're, we're revamping it. We're doing a new version of it. So it's not going anywhere. If you heard the other thing, don't worry about it. It's not going anywhere. They were wrong. Uh, the original show, which debuted in 2007 at Disney's Animal Kingdom, has not reopened since the park resumed operations in mid-2020, but Disney has announced that a new Finding Nemo musical is coming in 2022. In a post on the official Disney Parks blog, the company said Disney Live Entertainment team is still in the early stages of development for the show, the musical, uh, retelling of this underwater tale of family, friendship, and kindness. It will feature new story material as well as fan-favorite songs such as In the Big Blue World and Go With the Flow. I'm, I like that they were like, hey, don't worry. We're keeping these two songs that everybody loves. Yeah. I, I Otherwise, people, you know, they'd be like up in arms about it for the of next course. how many months. Yep. Uh, in further Animal Kingdom news, my favorite thing to talk about, a new baby animal was born, a new baby white Yay. rhino. We also nice. have a, um, a gender, a name for the baby hippo. It is a female, and her name is Greta. Okay. And we also have a uh, Western Lowland Gorilla baby named Ada. So a lot of babies uh, happening at uh, right? Animal COVID Kingdom babies. <laughs> um, okay, the last thing I wanted to talk about today, 
because that's the news for this week. But the last thing I want to talk about briefly is Remy's Ratatouille adventure because I had the good fortune to be able to ride it on Monday. Oh, nice. Yeah, I had kept that information from you. Uh, no, um, I mean, anyone that follows the Morty Monster YouTube channel, we already have the video up. It does a full ride. He does a full ride through. Uh, you know, it's a 3D ride, so ride through videos are a little wonky because, you know, it's 3D, which I did not know. Right. I didn't realize it was 3D until I got the glasses. I didn't either. Do you have to wear glasses? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so which which and you also have to wear a mask and th- so this is my one gripe with it was because of the wearing the mask which by the way not opposed to wearing the mask just don't like wearing the mask with glasses because my breathing then immediately fogged my glasses up and I had yep. I, would, I spent the whole ride like wiping my glasses down I got to I got to ride it twice so I'm gonna try to do this without spoilers uh, okay. just because we're not doing like a full segment on it or anything and I don't really look the ride was great I loved it. It will be a regular part of my Epcot experience if I can get on it regularly. Uh, it's not Rise of the Resistance. Like, just because a new ride is opening does not mean it's going to be on that level. And I think that that's what Disney fans need to kind of realize. Right. I don't think anyone thought that. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people, like, put a lot of, like, stock in when these new rides open now because they expect it to be, like, Tron, Rise of the Resistance, Guardians of the Galaxy. This is a, this is a dark ride. This is better. I will say it's better than Frozen Ever After. In my opinion, right? Okay. Uh, so basically, you know, you're you're in the little like rat mobile, and you're following Remy around the kitchen. You go inside the walls. You uh, you go into the fridge. Uh, there's a lot of you do get a little wet because there's a couple of water features, not like Splash Mountain wet, but like you'll be splashed a little bit. Kind of like you know, the ride reminded me a lot of a Universal ride, but like done better. Okay. If that makes sense. In that it was a lot of screens. It was a lot of movement. It was a lot of simulated movement. And you had like those things like, you know, when um, whoever it is in the trans or or when you're fighting Hydro Man in the Spider-Man ride and you get like spritzed with water a little bit. It's like that. Or like when Doc Ock is like, turn up the heat and you feel like the heat or in Transformers when they shoot the missile at you. Man, Transformers and Spider-Man are basically the same ride, aren't they? No, Transformers is just a clone of Spider-Man. It really is. Like now I'm like, even think about like, wait, when Hobgoblin like carries you through the sky. You think you fall at the end of Transformers exactly like you fall at the end of Spider-Man? I'm realizing it now. I'm realizing how, oh my God, I never realized this before. It's an exact clone. Yeah, like because when Hobgoblin carries you through the sky, it's the same as when Starscream carries you through the sky. Uh Uh-huh. Oh man! Because there's all this like, what's better, Spider-Man or Transformers? They're the same ride. Yep. All right. All right. Um, well, anyway, I liked this better. Um, it's just, it's just really cool. Like, it's really cute. It's re- the one thing that I found a little weird. You go back and forth from hearing Pat Oswalt to hearing the French voice for Remy. What do you mean? Like in some scenes, it's Patton Oswalt being like, "We gotta make this food," and in the in like the next scene, it'll be like the French voice around me being like, "Oh, bonjour," blah, 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 blah. like you know, speaking French. Why? I don't know. That's weird. Like, or or you know, you go into like this one area and like he says something in French to Linguini, and Linguini's like, "We oui, petit chef," like instead of saying. But first, of all, I'm like, wait, he can't hear him talk. So that also kind of took me out of the moment. But yeah, it kind of switches back and forth between like the original French of the ride in Disneyland Paris and like Pat Oswald. I think maybe like they only had like so much time with Pat Oswald or something. Maybe. 
I'm still thrown about this Transformers Spider-Man reveal. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting here like, wait a minute. Um, but yeah, there, there's, there is a heating, there's a, a heat effect, there's a water effect, and uh, yeah, that, that's really about What's it. What's the vehicle like? It's, it's like a, it's cute. It's like a, so it's a two, it's two rows. Probably could seat about four in each row, and it, it looks like a mouse. It looks like a mouse, a rat. Yeah, I've seen pictures. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's cute. It's you know typical. Uh, no, like no lap bar or anything. Wait, no. Right. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Sorry, I'm trying to like I'm trying to sit here and like remember. Yeah, there's there's a lap bar. Um, if you guys want more information or you want to you know spoil the ride, it, it, you know you can go on YouTube.com/slash Morty Monster where we have a full video ride through. Uh, the queue is really neat. I like it a lot. I was not like when I first walked into the building. I'm like, this is a little bland. Like because it's just kind of like red wallpaper. Like when you look really close at the wallpaper, you could see there's like ratatouille designs into it and like the wallpaper okay. is pretty neat on it like when you look closer but it was kind of it felt kind of empty and then you walk into this one room and it basically looks like you're like on the parisian rooftops and you have the gusto sign and stuff like that so yeah that looks cool yeah it, pictures it, of that. yeah it does get neat um what i really like is this little area they've created in the france pavilion because it's great they've got a really sweet looking fountain outside with like the rats like like popping champagne bottles and like really cool looking fountain. And there's a crepe shop back there. There's a new restroom back there and there's all kinds of merch. Like they have the Ratatouille ears. They've got chef's hats. They've got like, you know, like on Christmas time when they do like the necklace of lights, they have that, but it's uh-huh. cheese. Okay. I won't be getting that. Yeah. I mean, I, I've never gotten those either. I've got, I think I've gotten the Christmas lights once just cause I wanted to get really into Christmas. Uh, but yeah, I'm big fan of everything that they're doing. Nice. No, that sounds good. I'm kind of excited about doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I I think you I think you and your family will get a kick out of it. Like I said, it's it's I think it's better than Frozen Ever After. That is if I don't have to pay to get onto it. Yeah, hopefully you won't. They are going to be doing a virtual queue. Uh cast member confirmed this to me. When it launches on October 1st, it will be a virtual queue like Rise of the Resistance. I can't imagine it's going to be as crazy to get as Rise of the Resistance, though, right? There's no way it can't be. No. Which, by the way, Rise of the Resistance is apparently not as crazy to get anymore. No, well, the, but that has nothing to do with the ride. That's that just because attendance is down. Attendance is way down because do you you think, know, people are canceling trips. Do you think that it's because of covid and florida being in the state that it's in or do you think that's because people are like turned off by like genie plus and stuff like that like what do you well, think listen is... i would love to tell you that it's genie plus it isn't kevin it's the covid stuff right now yeah when the numbers really got out of hand everyone started canceling their trips it's, yes maybe those things you know are a massive coincidence but trust me it is not genie plus that people are canceling their trips now why would right. people cancel their trips when there is no genie plus you would yeah. go now yeah that makes sense you know? that makes sense so all right well that's all that's all i got this week all right not bad not bad not bad oh uh shang chi and the legend of the ten rings you saw it right of course fantastic uh i loved it it was so good who knew who knew it was gonna be that good like, it's a shame we're never going to really see him ever again. I don't, I, no, we're definitely going to be seeing more of him. Uh, I don't know about that. Well, I know that the movie's not allowed to open in China because he said some unflattering things about the Chinese government. 
they originally wanted to slate him to be in Avengers, which is why, you know, that movie is the way it is. And it, it's fantastic. The Avengers movies, I mean, Endgame drew 22% of its revenue from China. China. Yeah. Disney's not going to give that up. Yeah. If China is still, is really going to put the block on him, then you might be right. Well, I mean, and that's like the marketing around this movie was meet the newest Avenger. Yep. And honestly, I don't think Simu Liu is going to grovel before President Xi the way John Cena did. Right. When he when he called Taiwan a country. I I, I don't think that's going to happen. So, yeah, we might not be seeing much more Shang-Chi. But yeah, I mean, the movie did gangbusters everywhere else. Really did. And you it's, never know. Maybe it Dis- it's great. Disney might Disney has a, has some pull with the Chinese government. They might be able to work something out. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It is a shame because I love the character. I loved Aquafina. Me um, too. I'm probably going to go see it again. Yeah, I'm not going to give spoilers, but I mean, the one thing I will say is like this movie made me like Iron Man 3, which was always the one movie that I hated. Uh it does not make me like Iron Man 3. <laughs> no, I mean it makes me Iron Man 3 is it, well, terrible. It makes me hate it less. Like, it does not make me hate it less. That movie's terrible. By by actually going into the Ten Rings and like showing you Wen Wu and all that stuff, like, and I thought he was great, but the entire time I'm like, man, I would have liked to have seen this guy fight Iron Man. Right, <laughs> would have been really cool. Um, yeah, I do think that this show is going to create a Disney Plus show. Yes, uh, the yeah, I I think that we're going to get a Ten Rings. Uh, yep, Disney Plus show. I think that's. I think that's almost a definite. Have you been watching What If? I have. Is it just me? And and I will get into spoilery territory here. So if you guys haven't seen What If, spoiler alert. I feel. Have you noticed that they kill off Tony Stark in every episode that he's in? Well, he's like Kenny on South Park at this point. He shows up and they kill him. Oh my god! Fine. They killed Tony. What if? Uh, yeah, last night's was the first one I didn't care that much about. I liked last night's. I, I really, it was okay. I like the only one I didn't love Captain Carter. Um, the animation style I, was new to me. I wasn't used to it yet. Maybe I need to watch it again. But I was just like, yeah, this isn't really doing it for me. I liked it. I think the best one was the second episode with T'Challa becoming Star Lord. Yes. So I, I will say I liked Captain Carter as a character. I did not care yeah. for the episode itself. Right. Um, but yeah, like, um, well, I don't think you've seen the last of Captain Carter. No, I think you might. I think you're going to see a lot of these characters pop up in Doctor Strange of the Multiverse of Madness. I don't know about a lot, but you're going to see some of them. I think you'll see some of them in like in like cameos, like as yeah. they're like, you know, falling through or whatever. Uh, I think you'll see Captain Carter. I think you'll see evil Doctor Strange, which, oh, that one broke me. Yeah. Okay. I love when they, when they were like, "Oh, what if Doctor Strange lost his heart and then like Christine died?" And I'm like, "Okay, so what's going to happen that's going to break his heart?" Because right. you know, in that movie, I never really got the sense that that he really enjoyed her company. Like, but that's the whole thing. It's not that he um, was like so in love with her and treated her so well. More so that now this thing has been taken away from him. Yes. You know, and he's got the kind of control that he yeah. like, you know, yeah. now he doesn't have. Yeah. I, I think I think evil Doctor Strange may pay, play a big part in Multiverse of Madness, actually. Huh. OK. I loved the Marvel Zombies episode. Yeah, that was fun. I didn't love the um, did not love the serial killer episode. Yeah, it was OK. It was all right. It wasn't yeah. like super into it or anything. 
Uh, gosh, what else? What else? What else? Uh, I rewatched Wandavision recently. Okay, first time I did I, also. Yeah, first time I've rewatched it since like it aired, and I'm like, wow, this was a really good show. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I really got. It. I'm gonna rewatch Falcon and Winter Soldier next. And I gotta say though, I, I mean, I think there's a chance Hawkeye might be uh might be the real winner out of all these Disney Plus shows. I it like that. Great. It looks like Mar- it's like Marvel's take on Die Hard almost. Yeah, well, you're just saying that because it's Christmas. Yeah, but I love the idea. Yeah. I do also love the idea that like he's just trying to get home for Christmas, and like, yeah, all this stuff keeps happening. It looks great. I mean, I'm really excited. I like Haley Steinfeld, and mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be really good. I mean, and you know me, I really want Matt Murdock to be in this, but and I know it's it's like pr- like everyone's saying, oh, he's definitely in it. I'm trying to not get overly like like you showed me like a couple things where I was like, okay, he's almost definitely in it but did you uh, see andrew garfield was like oh you're all gonna be really disappointed because i didn't do this and but then there's like then there's like that like <laughs> screenshot that came out yep. of like of andrew garfield <laughs> like on the set like like in front of a blue screen like on like a scaffold well i mean even like uh hayley steinfeld they actually got her like you know she was denying it and she's like yeah, i've never done anything with them and someone showed her like a picture of her in the costume because they had already leaked yeah and she's like yeah okay <laughs> like <laughs> you know it's kind of hard to but really see, like willem defoe that, so. like when willem defoe was asked he was just like he just didn't answer like he didn't like bold-faced lie right um but like there there was an andrew garfield clip that i saw yesterday where like they were trying like it was clear it was like he was actually like talking in like the blue screen clip and it was like it was something like so you have web blood or something like that they were trying to lip that match his lips and it was like it looked like it said so you have web blood which would be him talking to toby mcguire about his organic web shooters though now i'm wondering if maybe they're not in it a lot I mean, how could they be? Anytime you have a movie like this with so many characters, I mean, like, they're just, there's not too much, you know, now, how much screen time can you have? But I mean, now that Sam Raimi is like in the Marvel fold with the MCU, and if they do this, and now we have the Spider Verse established, do you think Sony's like, hey, here's Spider Man 4? Um, here's your Raimi Spider Man 4. Like, I think that now is the time to pull the trigger on that. No. You don't think they're going to have, like, different Spider-Man movies going on in the Spider-Verse? Now that you've established the Spider-Verse, you can do that. I know. Maybe. And yesterday, apparently, somebody said something. I would like, like oh, them to. Somebody said, oh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man is definitely going to, you know, uh, interact with Tom Hardy's Venom. Uh, which I don't That's need, true. Which I don't no, need. That, that is true, though. Yeah, I know it's true, but I don't need it. I do need that. Why having having Venom and Spider-Man separate makes no sense. Yes, but let's do an MCU Venom. Like this Venom. I'm okay stinks. with this Venom. No, the this, M- Venom this would stinks. be MCU Venom. No, no, this would be MCU Venom. Venom is a popular character who has his own movies. You're not making him into some crazy villain. It's it's net was never what they were gonna do. Oh, look, I am looking. F- I'm gonna see Venom two, even though I hated Venom one for one reason. I love Venom one. I, how? I think it's a lot of fun. That movie's terrible. I don't think it is terrible. It's awful. No, it I is, think it's like a fun, you know. It's kind not of, fun. I think it is. I had fun in it, so oh, I mean. I, I did not. I love it like the symbiote's like, yes, I'm evil. And then like they rejoin and he's like, I want to save the world because I was a loser. And I'm like, stop it. Stop yeah, it. Yeah, and I don't Just mind stop it. it. 
the only reason I'm seeing this movie is because I really want to see what Woody Harrelson does as, as uh, Carnage. That's the only reason. And I can imagine this won't be his only... <clears throat> like, if they kill Carnage at the end of this, I'm going to be like, why wasn't this movie called Maximum Carnage? Because my only thought would be that Maximum Carnage, Carnage that Maximum Carnage will be the third one and it'll be Venom and Spider-Man team up to fight Carnage. All right. Well, I think that's all I got this week. About ready to hit the old dusty trail? Let's do it. All right. Well... That's going to do it for Two Men in the Mouse this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited to be bringing you that Disney news. And we'll be back next week for an all-new episode. Uh, folks, if you love our buddy Peter Mantle, please check him out over at Rogue Comics at 105 North Union Avenue, Cranford, New Jersey, 07016. Or go to roguecomics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. If you're planning a trip to Walt Disney World, Disney Cruise like I am, uh, Adventures by Disney, Universal Studios, look up our buddy Dave Weikert of Magical Travel who will plan your Disney or Universal vacation for you at no additional cost to you. You can always find him DisneyDaveW at Verizon.net. And folks, if you're renting a Cripper Stroller on that vacation, please look up our buddies over at KingdomStrollers.com, who will rent you the Cripper Stroller of your dreams and deliver it right to your Disney resort. And of course, for me, my books, the Rossinetti series, all on Amazon.com, with the first three having um, audiobooks, with the fourth one being in production now. I would assume it's going to be up probably sometime in the next three months. Uh, don't quote me on that. And of course, the Morty Monster YouTube channel. Uh, if you guys, you know, want to see more Disney from, uh, you know, th- this kind of brain camp over here, check out check out Morty Monster. He's, you can go to youtube.com slash Morty Monster. He's also on TikTok, on Instagram, and on Facebook. So check him out. All right. Well, that, that does it for this week. Pete, any closing words? Yeah, let's do it again next week. Let's Kevin. do it again next week. Folks, please keep the magic alive every day of your lives. And we will see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse. So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Just a dream away If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us.